Hello listeners, thanks for checking in. Today we will be talking about why do we exercise? Well, why do we exercise? I mean, we could exercise because we get told. At the moment we do, but we've got to change that. And we do it because it's good for us and because it makes us feel better. And, and just, well, look, if you get through this introduction, we will go through in depth why you should exercise and why it would be unwise not to exercise based on the benefits of exercise and see how you go. Maybe you'll be exercising at the end of this podcast. And if you can't get through this introduction, which we hope you do get through this introduction, you should write to us with a detailed written complaint as to what sucked about the introduction and we'll take it in consideration for next episode. No, what were you going to say? But before you close off the episode more so, jump to the end. There is a challenge that we have issued. Yes. Yes, listen to the end. There'll be a challenge on the gram, the functional brew on Instagram and um, enjoy. And if all else fails, exercise. Love it. Aiden Berkeley, mate, oh, no. let's, let's kick things off with a, with a joke. I heard this from a patient uh, last week. Good old knock-knock joke. Knock-knock. Who shall be there? Europe. Europe who? Hey. <laughs> Settle down. It's a bit aggressive. <laughs> uh, what better way to kick off bloody COVID lockdown time than with a joke, but a way to soothe the tension. How's Goulburn, mate? Mate, Goulburn uh, has its ups and downs. Uh, it's been some chilly morning in the F of say. minus yes. four degrees. Oh, minus geez. four. Um, minus four, to be, right. Yeah, happened to be outside at like 6 a.m. at that time, so that's, that's been fun. Well, at least you're getting a bit of cryotherapy through your, through your academy training. So for listeners out there, if you don't know this already, Mr. Hayden Berkeley is down in Goldman at the Police Academy, currently can, completing his his course and his studies and, and learning process to become a fully fledged police man or police person, keep it PC. Just something, so, yeah, you know, another thing, just another thing to add to the repertoire and the, the resume of Hayden Berkeley, right? I'm going to have to join the paramedics just so I can throw an extra thing on my resume as well. Uh, I was going to say firefighters just for that calendar, mate, but come on now. Hey, hello. <laughs> so how are you going exercising down in, down in uh, Goulburn during the academy? I suppose they're running you through the ringer. Um, yeah, so it's, it's interesting to say the least. Um, good part about it is that we still have access to a gym. Um, unlike uh, current situations with a lot of the Sydney region. Um, yep. But in saying that, um, you know, it's, it's allowed me to get back into my training and, um, you know, my typical style of training a bit, a bit more. But on top of that, I'm kind of being forced to get out of my cardio no habits and be <laughs> pro-cardio. Um, so I've had some interesting times, just you know, redoing some beep tests, doing some 5K runs. How'd you go um, with your beep test? Where'd you come in at? Yeah, good. Came in at 10.1. Um, nice. So moved a little bit. Next time, hoping to hoping to be better, 
because um, you know that's that's the aim in all of this, right? Is to be better than we were yesterday. Well, and we know that through training principles that if you complete the same exercise task and you create some progressive overload and you keep it specific to your goals, then yeah, you'll see some forced progressions and maybe that beep test might climb up to ten point two, pulling your yep. ass around the around the around the courtyard. So. That's no, a, um, a good segue into your big test. So obviously today we want to talk about exercise and, um, and why. Why we exercise? Why do we need to go to the gym? Why do we need to run around the courtyard back and forth following a sound of a beep? Um, and I, I've been having a bit of a theory on this and doing some research because um, what else do you do in lockdown? And let's, let's quiz you, Hayden. So how, how good are you on your evolutionary uh, anthropology data look if i was to rate myself on a scale of one to i'm actually a caveman in secret i'd probably be sitting at about negative five negative five well lucky for you <laughs> i've written down what i've researched and listeners out there so just to give you a bit of a bit of a history lesson the um the good old uh, homo sapiens been traveling around the earth around two to three hundred thousand years obviously it's a bit of a window there and, um, and up to 2 million years for a Homo erectus going back quite a long time. And the interesting thing I was sort of hypothesizing was like, as far as like, why do we exercise? Why, don't, why do we need to do this? Surely we didn't have cavemen going out practicing their push-ups and pull-ups. Um, and, and obviously it came about at some point through our history where we became really sedentary and just really seated and and lazy and um, I've done a bit of math everyone loves a bit of bit of fast math so I'm going to run these out we stopped being nomadic around 10,000 years ago which means we had agriculture which is about five percent of our existence has been in that way of life as opposed to just roaming around and we didn't invent chairs to about 5,000 years ago which means that we haven't known what sitting down is for for any length of time for any more than sort of one and a half percent of our existence. And up until the, the 15th century when good old golf, which is about all I'm doing in lockdown in the, in the living room um, came about, that's like 0.1%, one six percent of, um, of our total time that we have records on earth spent doing something other than uh, being physically active. Like it just doesn't make sense why we've come so far away. So I'm going to throw it in here. Do you think this is a good enough reason for the next time that we're on an 18-hole course that I can blame my slice on the fact that evolutionary reasons suggest that I'm no good at golf because I don't have the history behind me? So I give you a history lesson. Your takeaway is I suck at golf because humans only invented it 600 years ago. <laughs> well, I mean... Typical Hayden. Yeah. Right on, right on point here. <laughs> The takeaway message was that we spend our life being physically active for survival and lifestyle. And now we spend our lifestyle sitting down. Like right now I'm sitting my ass in a chair and I spent all day in the chair doing, doing admin work. And, um, and I'm a, a really bad example of a human in 2021. Like I'm not that sedentary. My job obviously as a physio, I'm up and about and walking, moving and, and always moving sort of at least in a small area. So we're going to start recovering some lost knowledge, mate. But I think that's, that's also a good segue just, just right there is that 
you know, you're up and about and moving. And it's definitely a principle that in life that's sort of gone away from us that we have become so sedentary due to largely, I'd even say, down to technology advances um, with everything being digital nowadays. You don't have to move to go anywhere to do anything. Whereas at least back in the office days, you still had to get up and go and get a fax off a fax machine, right? Or, you know, you'd have to walk somewhere to talk to someone, whereas now you can just send an email. Well, it's just sort of everything. But you look at that, that component of life itself might only be very small. But when you spend, you know, 10 hours at work, you know, at any one given day, there's a large... And the drive. Yeah. There's a large portion where you've just taken that, that out of the, the basis. Um, but it's such an important part of day to genuinely just move. Mate, even washing clothes up until sort of the 50s, I'm pretty sure, around about that was, was laborious. Like everything, even if you take us back 100 years ago, I bet you we're more physically active than what we are um, nowadays. And, you know, like you're talking about a, a fraction of a fraction of a percent of how our bodies have become to be as they are now, like why our legs are the lengths, why our hip sockets align, why our shoulder, all of those things anatomically have formed over years. And, and for the last, you know, 50, 60 years really is when we've come down to the crunch. So we've got to figure out how to balance, you know, obviously back in the stone age, we didn't live very long, but that wasn't because we weren't physically active. That was other things. We've got this blessing of an era where we've got medicine and understanding and, and a comfy warm home and all of that. Yet I don't know if we're still evolving and progressing forwards. So we're gonna do something about it. And that's largely my opinion as to why we exercise. We've got to swing the balance back in the favoring of, of body movement where we no longer have that as a, as a norm. Do you know what would be actually in, like very, very interesting, I, I feel, would be to see if we hadn't evolved the way in which we have, what would the human race or humans in general look, move and act like in terms of a physical sense if our physical output hadn't changed the way that it has done, right? Like, as you said, we didn't live as long back in the, like, back in the, like, I reckon you will have to run for his money, eh? Is that what you're going at? Human performance? Human performance could be just at its peak. Usain Bolt could be in the back of the field. <laughs> Mate, you, know, you, you, just, you just never know. Like, you think back, and, you know, it's just a very general example, but lifespan was shorter because of dangers and risks. However, physical aptitude was a lot higher because you're constantly outrunning or running away from predators or running away from risk. Definitely. Even recent studies on like um, hunter-gatherer societies, they had big jaws, big bones, big thick guys and, and, and fit women and just strong and healthy and good teeth. And they didn't have modern dental care, but they also didn't have gross amounts of sugar. And yeah, they didn't have um, a coals, um, but geez, they, they just didn't stop moving. So, And you think of it like as well, like you look back at, at any sort of, like history in itself um, of those eras. And it's not like the like individuals were small human beings, like or homo sapiens. They were still 
they still contained a large amount of muscle mass to do what they needed to do. They still contained the physical like stature to survive. And because of that survival, whereas now we've had to basically invent gyms just to stay that way. There's our, there's our um, fact of the day. 1850s was around the first gym being invented. So that's actually not that long ago. Hey, that's not that long ago. Up until then, I guess we just figured that we were physically active and now we had to set aside 45 minutes of structured exercise. So that's a nice, that nice little way to go into the difference as well between physical activity and, and structured exercise. So obviously physical activity is more things like washing the car, mowing the lawns, doing the shopping, um, chores like that, that just keep you moving and, and have some sort of level. And they have shown to have even without exercise really positive effects for everything around um, blood pressure heart disease um, weight loss all of that so good take home for anyone listening out there who's not ready to go and knock out 20 pull-ups like Hado at the academy just being more active during the day is a good way of starting a, a, a positive movement forward of course you need to try and increase your minutes though so if your activity levels are lower you've got to increase your minutes on a daily weekly whatever you want to calculate it as um whereas vigorous activity will give us that um that little bit more of a push especially pushing our chemical systems as well like that's when your endorphins kick in they don't kick in with a, a slow walk around a shopping center they kick in when you're pushing hard and and that's something as well I, I wouldn't mind segueing into um, and, and how that's shaping how we are today. So, hey, Dave, do you know your, your four feel-good chemicals? I was about to, just before we get into that, just so we don't lose the topic on general daily movement, um, I just wanted to say the best way to think of it is to try and be less mechanical, right? So... Fraser mentioned earlier on about the whole idea of progressive overload for improving on anything. Um, mm -hmm. You can treat your day-to-day -day activities the same. If you find that you, you know, walk a certain way, um, you know, or you have a certain parking spot that you park in at work or at the shopping center, find a different one, park further away, walk further. If you're going shopping and you've got, you know, 10 items to pick up, don't just walk in and get the 10 items off the shelves. Walk through the aisles. I know it might be like, you know, temptation to actually, you know, pick up extra stuff, but you're getting a bit more general movement in. Like just try and find a way to make what seems like a normal and uh, typical task and how you can turn that into something that's going to increase your output a little bit, as I said, being less mechanical. Um, and stop taking the shortcut path. And that's a farmer's carry to your car. A couple of shopping bags, you know, a bit of milk, a bit of rice, a bit of this, a bit of that. That's a, that's a good sort of 10, 15 kilo farmer's carry back to the car if you want to get into it. Life can provide you physical challenges to help. So that's a good point. Go and explore how you can make what should have been just another day or another job something that's going to give some benefit. And if you tick those boxes across the board, all of a sudden you've got yourself a bit of a positive shift. All right, quiz now, time. Sorry, sorry to take that, uh, that away from you, you Fraser. No, I like that.
that good point. That was a really good point. Good takeaway for the for the peeps listening. Walk further. Stop parking close. Walk, yeah, walk further. Do more and be less efficient. <laughs> and let's be honest. Like everything, you know, the counter argument matters. Time. You know, I don't have enough time. I don't have time. Make time. Prioritize time. Maybe um, someone someone need said to slow down a little bit. Someone said 45 minutes is what, 3% of your total day? Yes, not much. So when you think, when you factor that in, okay, yes, you should be getting your eight hours of sleep, but 3% of your total day, so 3% of 24 hours, is not much at all. Yeah, we'll be able to find that. There's no excuses if we can, if we can time manage. And, and um, anyway, there's some takeaways right. for another day. So, good chemicals, there are four of them. How good's your, how good's your knowledge? Let's go. Oh, my, my, my knowledge is okay. So the four, four brain chemicals you're talking like, or brought the four happy hormones. Yeah, the happy hormones. So you got dopamine. Yep. Check. Serotonin. Check. Endorphins. Check. Oh, the four. Oxytocin. That's the one. Love hormone. Oh man, hater for getting the love hormone. <laughs> you got to get you touching your feminine. Get that love hormone boost. I'm not loving this cold weather, so uh, <laughs> that's one that's going to the back of the brain. So you know, it, there's an author called um, Simon Sinek. If you haven't heard of him, go and check him out. He um, has a bit of a an easy digestible breakup of, of these four chemicals and he splits them into the selfish and the selfless. So the selfless chemicals are the, um, the oxytocin and the, um, and the endorphins, uh, sorry, the uh, oxytocin and serotonin. And those ones are really big providers of um, mood, mood stabilizers, uh, making you feel good, making you feel um loved making you feel accepted and the other two being your selfish chemicals so dopamine which is your big reward provider and your dolphins which is our big pain reliever through exercise so consider yourself a position just to swing back into you know a hundred thousand years ago you got me and hayden out in the out in the bush chasing after some after some lunch and um, the only way we're going to push through physical pain is if our body rewards us with endorphins, which helps mask it. And that's something that makes everyone feel good. You know, if you're feeling a little bit flat or a little bit low and COVID's going to bring that in, get up and go for a run and see how you feel after that. And um, when we get there, we're going to, you know, catch the, the animal or whatever we've done. We're going to um, all of a sudden have a big rush of dopamine because we felt rewarded with our efforts. We feel like we've achieved something. And then we haul that, um, you know, that lump of delicious dinner back to the, back to the group. And everyone comes up and, and applauds us and cheers us on. And we get that nice dump of serotonin. And then um, our, our cave ladies come up and give us a nice little kiss on the cheek. And there comes our oxytocin and, a normal day in the life is providing us with these chemical reward systems that we've unfortunately sort of started to alter and change. So let's just sort of really focus in on endorphins because that's our exerciser. That's the one you only get with vigorous exercise, which is why the health advice is to have some vigorous exercise. 
uh, in your wig as, as well as all the chem uh, the, um, the the health benefits that are associated through and well hey take through some of these health benefits that come through exercise well like the benefits from exercise are i would dare say you could if you break it down enough you could be endless um given that with endorphins as well um you know these it's a, it's a chemical that is secreted a lot through exercise um there are other factors that you know you'll notice or you would have experienced that in that uh like that uh, that also release endorphins um like sometimes you find yourself like eating for argument's sake um and that comfort eating can release those endorphins but this is where we're talking about exercise and ensuring that we stay on the right path um so some of the good things um that can come from our exercise uh is you can improve your memory brain functionality um just your your memory recall and overall uh i guess openness to information. Um, so, you know, that way, especially if you're studying, sometimes getting out for that run, especially like what I'm doing now, being able to exercise and study, um, it does a lot and gives us a lot of benefit back to myself, um, just purely because my mind is open and that exercise allows you just to clear uh, any fog that's, that's there, that's sitting there. Um, so that way you can look at things in a different light rather than stress about it. Um, it helps protect yourself against, you know, numerous diseases, um, in terms of chronic diseases like cardiovascular diseases and whatnot. Um, the list is too know, long. I've got a saying that yeah. if exercise could be bottled up and put into a pill, it would be prescribed for almost every injury, ailment, condition, oh. illness. The, the, sure. the list of why exercise is beneficial is, but is, even like, infinite the, the, the fact just the fact as well that you know if you if you have like if you're sleeping poorly just by exercising a bit more or increasing the intensity of your exercise can improve your sleep quality right there isn't any from a fact be improved even arthritis yeah. gets improved with exercise and everyone thinks that their joints are worn out and the best thing to do is is move there kind of isn't a place um that exercise isn't isn't good for with with the we would know that that's absolute like you can have a broken leg and doing calf raises on your good leg will help the strength deficit and, and reduce how much muscle you lose on the broken leg. Like there literally isn't an, a situation where exercise won't provide a benefit. Like obviously disease that like that's a given weight management. It doesn't take a genius to know that exercise positively influences weight management and, and muscle increase. Do you know what's a really big one right now as well? What's that? That exercise can help and majorly improve. What's that? The, the fact that it can help reduce feelings of anxiety and depression. Given the current you... situation and circumstance that we're in, being locked in, stuck in stuck in your house, mm. get outside, get some fresh air, go and exercise, go for a run, go for a brisk walk. You know, if you're in Greater Sydney, um, you do that in groups of two or less people, two yeah. or less. Or follow health I mean, advice even, you like area. <laughs> even the idea of throwing some music in to satisfy, you know, those components that we talked about earlier of the happiness hormones. Um, you know, throw some throw some music in that gets you feeling good, 
um, get that do that dopamine release, um, go do a brisk walk, a run, um, you know, go find some of those parks if you can, if they're still open and do some body weight based exercise, you know, push yourself out of your comfort zone in a different area. And you'll find that any, any of those sort of feelings that you get from being locked inside for too long, uh, will start to diminish a little bit and will be reduced purely because the output has now taken your mind off it and that release of hormones um, or endorphins um, has just helped uh, you know, move you back into that freedom that you know so well because you always get out of your house and you're not stuck in this little ball. It's so, just so relevant right now. Um, hey, we need to, you know what we need to learn, Fraser? We need to learn how to bottle or turn exercise into a pill so that way it can't be prescribed for everyone. Then we'd be millionaires. See, there's, I don't know, I think that, <laughs> I think even if we could do that, like nothing that replicates an original does a better job. Like, look at any movie sequels, never as good as the original, like anything going to replicate. The original is yeah. just always, exercise is going to be the best. It makes you feel good. It helps your joints. It helps your bone mineral density. It helps you your chronic disease, it helps to increase your lifespan. There's just nothing that this thing doesn't do. So like, why do we need to exercise really? Like, let's just highlight this point. A, it's good for you. Can I stop it's you there? What we yeah? should really be answering the question to why should you exercise or why do we exercise? Yeah. The only answer that we really should throw out there is, well, why not? I think that's what you need to answer at home why you're not exercising because we've just spent half an hour talking to you about why we should be active why we should be exercising why we need to exercise to make up for the fact that we're not normally as active as our bodies have evolved to become we know that it's good for everything we know that it's good for um, any condition ailment illness physical or or mental emotional so you need to figure out why you're not exercising start there Start introducing, like Hato said, get that, that walk from the car, get the farmer's carry from the shops and get, just get moving. You won't feel you know better than you will I'm gonna after. Challenge, I'm going to challenge everyone here, anyone who listens to this podcast or this episode more specifically. I'm going to do up a, like a little graphic. I'm going to throw it on our, our Instagram story. Nice. So if, so if you're not following us, the functional group or Instagram, let me just, let me just crack one open. I'll give you the, the exact, the exact information you need. Uh, if you don't have Instagram, um, then um, you find a teenager and they'll help you. <laughs> it's the functional brew, all one word on the gram. Keep going. So gonna, what are you going to do? What's the chat? I'm going to throw up a little infographic up there, right? And they say it takes, what, 28 days to create a habit, right? At the rate of, you know, where we're at currently, um, you know, with the situation at hand of lockdowns and whatnot, we're going to go for a 28-day challenge. And every day, tag a different person, all right? And it's basically going to be to get out and go out for at least, you know, a half an hour to 30 minutes of a brisk or vigorous walk or other form of exercise 
that is that of that intensity or higher. So basically get moving again. Right. And I know that you'll feel better doing it because we just talked about those four chemicals. Like you're going to get the endorphins from exercise. You're going to get the dopamine from achieving it. You're going to get the serotonin, the oxytocin when you're in your community and you're tagging your friends and you're getting reassurance and you're getting applauded. Like I can chemically guarantee you that you will feel better if you target goal set and, and use exercise. All you got to do is it's going to be simple. It's basically just going to screenshot our story and then pop it on your own put an emoji of a tick or the done tick um, on it each time or a GIF even if you want to make it animated and then tag a new person each day and let's see how far this chain can go, especially with us being in this situation where exercise is so crucial, especially from those feeling perspectives that we've discussed, all the benefits that we've discussed from exercise. So basically 28 days, let's see who, let's see who can go 28 days straight of just getting out and moving for 20, for, for half an hour. Like, doesn't seem like much, it. does it? I love it. You know, you can't fight 300,000 years of evolution. Listen to your body and, and it'll serve you well. So, oh, that'd be enough from me. I'm going to sign out. Thanks for listening, peeps. Until next it time. Has been, it has been a good one. And to, lend, to end on a funny note, I should say, and it's also exercise related. Ooh, okay. So, Fraser. Yeah. Guess what my coach told me today? Um, he told you you had nice biceps. Nah, he told me I should start doing more lunges to stay in shape. You know what? More lunges? Why? Because he said it would be a big step forward for me. (laughs) Oh, I wish this was a video stream and not an audio. You could see my face. (laughs) Alright, on that note. Good night, Hayden. Train well. Exercise well. Talk to you later. And everybody else, look out for that challenge and let's get it rolling. Praise us. We'll kick off tomorrow.